0: Hi, this is Jeanette Creemore, or you may know me as JC. Welcome to Laugh, Learn, Lead, a podcast show that helps project sponsors, project managers and their teams shape their project success stories. I'll be sharing interviews that bring a different perspective to what project success looks and feels like, as well as unpacking our conversations to provide insights and practical tips. Stay tuned and enjoy. Enjoy. listeners um thank you for listening in again and they say time flies when you're having fun but seriously I blinked and it's November with just about I think 20 or 25 working days to go until the Christmas holiday break wow I thought I'd take time out to reflect and look at the year that was 2019 um and you'll know me by now if you've been listening to my episodes that I love the number three I think three is a power number when we're trying to um, achieve things. So throughout this episode, I'm going to um, look back and share with you my top three things for each of the um, areas I want to chat about today. Um, Some personal highlights, um, what my podcast guests um, shared, some things I've learnt while being with um, clients, things I've learned about myself, oh my gosh, and um, a tip that may get you focused on um, knowing what your year was. Anyway, we'll get to that a little bit later. So first of all, um, my three personal highlights. Wow. Um, I haven't really shared a lot, unless you've probably been on Instagram, where I do share some photos. But January this year was um, our super month. Um, My granddaughter, Willow, um, arrived safely and um, three generation girls, um, myself, my daughter, Kirsty and Willow, um, absolutely super special. And even now thinking about it, I'm tearing up. Um, I probably was never, um, you know, oh, my gosh, I have to be a grandparent type person. Um, I always felt that the relationship that I had with my daughter as my best friend um was just magical and and I never really thought about her being a mum, although that I knew she would be one day. Um I didn't know what that would really mean or feel like. And I can tell you <laughs> Um, Without doubt, um, watching my daughter be a mum is the most inspiring, um, loving, um, joyous, blessed, gratitude, you name it, um, moment. Um, So January was definitely a highlight month for me. And our little Willow is now 10 months old and I think she's going to be um, our greatest teacher already. Um, She's teaching teaching or reminding me about relationships and connection and, um, and, the, and my value of family and what it means about belonging. Um, so, yeah, so, wow. My second um, highlight for this year uh, was April when I actually took the leap of faith and launched this podcast show. So thank you for listening. Um, I know without my super-duper network... Um, of people that I have worked with um, and have built strong relationships with, um, have given me the content, have supported me um, and believed in me that I could actually um, do this. So in April when I launched Laugh, Learn, Leave the show, um, season one, which is this, and this is the second last episode for season one, it's been massive learning, but I'll jump into that um, um, next about um, what I've learnt about um, hosting a podcast show. But that was a huge highlight for me. Um, I feel when I'm working with other people I seem to be able to um, communicate well, but when I'm actually trying to speak uh, myself, um, I, I struggle Um but yes, I'm super proud of that. And the next one is um, July, where um, I took the first six months of the year to spend with uh, my daughter and Willow. And in that time that I took um, time out, I actually was able to invest in um, looking at my programs and my workshops and refresh my content. So, with that, I'm very comfortable now and confident that um, I've archived some of the um, material that was no longer relevant, um, and I've introduced um, new new content that um, complements uh, what I uh, focus on, and that is uh, pro project manager and project sponsor relationships, and how we can be um, better versions of, of ourselves so that we bring project success to our teams and our organisations. Um, so yes, I'm really um, excited and proud of myself that I was able to um, do that. So those were my three personal highlights for the year. Um, have you got your three highlights? If you were asked, uh, what would you say were your three highlights so far this year? Um, can I just take this moment to reflect on the podcast show? So My guest interviewees, I think that's what they're called, were um, a combination of executives, delivery leads, vendors, and I'm truly grateful for their time and sharing their stories and insights. And my guests are a true reflection on how you can invest in your network and value them. And each one of my guests um, volunteered, Um, there was no payment. And I i don't know, like I was so overcome and, and felt um, at times not worthy of how these people would give up their time, but um, they did. And so for me, the biggest lesson I had about my podcast show was um, valuing your network, valuing the people around you that matter and continually to invest um, in in them. Um, because they actually give you back um, tenfold when it's um, your turn to to ask and receive. Um, the reason why I started the podcast show was a couple of things. One, I wanted—I've got so much content after twenty years of um, hands-on strategy and project delivery experience. I wanted to make a difference. And a couple of years ago, in two thousand and seventeen, I um. I drew a model that I felt was um, the success criteria of all the ingredients that made my project successful, and it wasn't about the methodology that I I did. It was actually what I called the project ecosystem. So, 2017, I pulled that together, and I started to develop content um, around that. But with any startup business. Um, You know, you have peaks and troughs and so I went off and did some contracting work to supplement my um, small business. And it wasn't until this year that I really um, feel now that I've actually, um, in July when I refreshed my content and rebranded, that I actually have um, a solid foundation um, to deliver value to my clients. So one of the reasons for Laugh, Learn, Lead was to actually um, share my content because um, I feel as if I can help one person um, find a different way or to challenge their own thinking, I I feel as if I'm on purpose. Because I really believe that um, the people that I've hung around with, um, the people that have mentored me, the people that have um, shared their experiences, actually helped me be a better person. And of course, with being a better person, I think that you have greater opportunities presented to you. The um, other reason for the podcast show was actually about investing in me and for me um, to learn a lot about myself and what I needed to be better at. So, not only did I want to share my content, I actually wanted to be better myself. So, thank you so much um, again for listening. I really appreciate it. And to my awesome guests um, who took out their time um, to share with you and me um, thank you thank you thank you but the three things that I feel were the themes um, of the podcast episodes of each of the interviews um, I just wanted to share and you if you've listened to everyone I hope you have so thank you if not um, these are the three that I think bubbled up nearly in um, every episode or at least um, you know, a majority of them. And one of them is um, build teams and relationships. I think um, we as project professionals actually know how important that is, but I think the people around us sometimes forget that that's one of our key responsibilities is bringing all these people together and having them work um, in a way that we can get results. But also when we fail, we we acknowledge it and we keep moving. We have resilience um, and determination to get things done. And so I feel as if the one of the things that came out, um, a theme of the um, podcast interviews was build teams and relationships. And the other one is um, adapt and lead. Um, look, change is happening every day. We, we know that. Um, myself in the first six months of this year that I took off, um, what what I thought was relevant and, and new in um, December 2018 was definitely not um, relevant um, in July this year. So I had to um, change some of my thinking, and so being adaptive and, and leading, I think, is probably what I feel is the key takeaway out of all the um, uh, the interviews. And one of the reasons why I think I um, named the podcast show "Laugh, Learn, Lead." was because I believe that, you know, a day without laughter is a day wasted. And so that was my thing. I'm um, learning. Um, I'm a lifetime learner. I'm curious and so I like to learn lots and lead. Um, I think it's about leading people um, in the, as a project professional. So that was a second theme. And the third theme that I think bubbled up um, was this word digital transformation. And, yes, I've been caught up in it as well. Um, I'm using the buzzword that um, industry is using. For us um, that have been in um, projects or business change, technology, change management uh, for our um, long-term careers, I think we feel that digital transformation has been around for a long time and, you know, we've been using technologies um, to become more efficient, um, to respond quicker, to allow more self-service um, or just in time. And yet I think um, some of the organisations um, are getting caught up with the, the buzzword or the glossy magazines or whatever about digital transformation. And although that is the era we're in, I think we've actually um, rapidly moving into the next era. And, um, yeah, I think... So that was my three for um, a summary of this um, season one um, podcast interviews was um, build team and re- build teams and relationships, adapt and lead, and digital transformation's been around for a while. Um, so just get on with it. Um, this. Last half of the year where I've been working with clients um, in engagements of consulting or um, workshop facilitation um, or, or running um, some uh, short-term training programs, I feel there's um, a common thread or theme across these clients as well, and I don't know it's because I attract this type of client or if it's really what um, – we're all experiencing. So I thought I'd share my three um, lessons from my client engagements. And the number one thing for me was um, every one of the engagements I worked on, the person engaging me or the organisation that I was reporting to was not clear on their why, Uh, wasn't clear on the purpose on why they were investing in a project or why they felt they had to jump on board and get this transformation agenda done, you know, that sense of urgency. And that really um, concerned me because I know that if we don't understand our why, that we can be doing the wrong project at the wrong time because we might be fixing the wrong problem. And so that, you know, it was just gobsmacked. So I don't know if you're experiencing that as well, is that each one of the projects you're working on or have worked on recently, there is still no clarity around the why or the purpose. Yes, we might have a benefits realisation plan and sometimes that might be a strong one. So tick, tick for you because I think you've actually worked on your why. But when the benefit might be... Um, not measurable or it might be a statement or it might be kind of this is why we're doing it I don't really think the organization has worked out the why and that to me is a number one um, sign that we may be um, investing in the wrong thing at the wrong time um the second one was um I don't know how to say this but (laughs) I'm just going to say it um please, programs have outcomes, projects are not the vehicle to, ach- to achieve them. I, um, I, I jump in and assess uh, health of a project and I'm thinking, you know, project, and within a couple of hours of, of listening um, to some um, key people and reading um, some of the documentation, I have a sense that they're trying to adopt project management in a program environment and transformation for me, if you're trying to make big change happen, and it's a program, it's a journey, because the program has the outcome. Um, and as I mentioned, the project is just the vehicle to achieve it. So the project has deliverables um, and results. And, yes, it, it moves you from step A to step B to step C, but as you can see, it's incremental and that multiple projects make up a program for you to achieve something bigger. Um, and that was another thing is I'm finding that um, program management for some unknown reason has just had, had the spotlight or the, um, the emphasis um, in developing their capabilities in an organ, organisation. So one of the things that I'm doing is adjusting their approach and um, helping them break down what they want to achieve into more um, specific project scope and deliverables and then mapping out the dependencies with them so that they have a program view or a, um, a journey map, um, a, definitely uh, a blueprint of where they're heading. So that was the second thing. Um, and the third thing from my client engagements this last six months has been, um, please keep it simple. Um, I really go back to basics when um, I deliver projects and work with people Um, um, keep it simple by not adding complexity unnecessarily if you need to um you know get from point a to point d and you need to have two stops along the way and the direct route is very clear on the map don't try and introduce complexity by having alternate paths or alternate ways just keep it simple, get the job done, tick it off, move on to the next thing. Um, there was um, a couple of situations this last six months where um, I really had to, oh, how would you call it, um, deep dive into um, into a tank of unknown what was at the bottom and yet they were trying to um, get stakeholders on board, they were the project team was trying to get messaging out that they weren't resourced properly, the scope was um, creeping and um, they didn't really have strong governance. And so when I look at that deep dive into projects that are suffering, um, sometimes the most simplest um, adjustment makes a hell of a difference. So when you are thinking about planning and delivering projects, keep it simple, um, talk simple language, don't make it complex in our communications or in our deliverables, um, and I know that you'll get success. Wow. Now the next thing is to jump into JC. Oh, what I've heard three self-awareness. Look, um, I don't know if you notice, if you follow me on Instagram, um, JC, um, I've started to uh, show up on video um, it's something that I've learnt about myself that I'm happy to coach it and mentor it about being um, showing up and being a better version of myself but I'm actually not walking the talk and on video. And so um, that's my accountability to you um, is that um, I'm going to be more visible um, on video and sharing my content. Um, some behind the scenes is what I'm going to focus on Um, For the rest of this year, um, as I map out what I'm doing for 2020, Um, but I don't know about you, but um, I think self doubt or um, things that get um, things we think that we're not good enough. um, There's someone else better, or who would want to work with me, or whatever that self chatter is. I call that self sabotage and That was probably my number one um, reflection of my own self-awareness this last six months is self-sabotage. And when I coach teams, um, I talk about that self-talk a lot, that self-thinking and that self-talk, and I actually name mine Martha. And Martha pops up in my head quite frequently and she has a chatter to me about things and I start to believe her. And which then, when I start to believe this self-thinking, I then sabotage my progress, and although I might have taken three steps forward, um, this self-sabotage thinking and conversation in our head will sometimes take me ten steps back, and so that is um, definitely one of my um, self awareness uh, lessons this last six months is self-sabotage. Um, the second one is Connection and being um, part of a team is important to me. When you are a um, a small business owner, or in my case, um, running my own personal practice, um, Jeanette Cream, or I don't have, you know, that norm of being in a project team where I have a lot of people around me, and every day um, I'm energized by um, my awesome team. Um, my um, fantastic clients, um, and that sense of connection and belonging and that we're actually um, doing worthy um, things, that bubbled up a lot for me. And so my second um, lesson of my own reflection of self-awareness this last six months was connection and sense of um, being part of a team is important to me. So um, I've taken action on that one already. I've um, secured some uh, VA um, work with someone that I trust um, and she um, is going to help me out so that I've actually got someone to um, talk with every week and hold me accountable. And that is the other thing is um, I've got an accountability buddy um, and I don't know if you... have or if you follow me, you might see Julie Hyde um, is someone that is um, key in my network, and um, I'm really going to invest in that next year and make sure that our accountability catch ups happen. Because when you're accountable to um, someone else, it actually gives you that sense of connection and um, alignment with what you're trying to achieve. So that was that. And lastly, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure you may have experienced this, if not. Well done, but um, this was mine. Is I'm easily distracted when there's no purpose to what I'm doing. Um, like I'm, I used to think that the people that would chase the shiny things um, were weird. Like, oh, what's that over there? I'll go and have a look at that. Or I'll go, oh, let's have a look at over there. Oh, look, I'll do that later. So that whole procrastination, distraction. Um, I didn't really understand that. Oh my gosh, in this last. Um, six months um, and I don't know if that's because I took the first six months off um, of this year but uh, I am really distracted when I don't have purpose to my um, to my task and so <laughs> I've had to um, get back to what I know best and that is actually getting my whiteboard um, out, my um, weekly um, action plan that I would do on a Sunday, um, so set out my time and break it down so that I can actually get purpose for the week. And, um, yes, that's – so they're my three about JC and um, on reflection on uh, what I've uh, learnt about myself. Um, And one of the things I want to share with you next is uh, something that we can – I'll close out this episode, but hopefully it's um, a a tip or a trick or an exercise that you want to do because I find that in projects we um, call it um, a post-implementation review, a PIR, or it might be um, a, a control gate check where we pause for a moment. And I don't mean we put down and stop work, but we pause and we take reflection. And I know in projects, when um, with my teams, reflection is a big part of what we do. And I, and if you're an agile person, you will actually call that um, a retrospective. Um, at the end of each sprint, you will um, reflect on the past um, two weeks, if that's what your sprint period is, um, and have a retrospective on um what went well, uh, what didn't go so great, and uh, what did we want to um, change up. So this is something that. I do frequently, um, I do it every quarter um, and I think it's something that you might want to um, jot down and think about doing for yourself because I really believe that, like I said at the beginning, you know, we blink and time passes, you know. We we don't get to follow up with our friends that we said we were going to. Um, we don't get to those important tasks because something else comes on top of you. Um, that priority so to reflect on the year that was this is what I suggest you do Um, write this down and take some time to uh, really think about this you know take a couple of hours out of your um, day your weekend and then also find someone to talk it over with so find that accountability buddy find that person that you're going to be able to follow up with and reflect on um, your own performance or even your project performance every quarter. I really um, believe that this um, behaviour, uh, when you practise this over and over again, is, um, is key to you successfully not just dealing with what you've got to do now but actually setting yourself up to, um, to take on the next biggest challenge or the, or the next great opportunity that's presented to you. So the three things are, what did I achieve this year? And just jot them down. What did I learn? And the learning can be um, about um, who you are, so some of that self-awareness thing, um, or it could be about how you go about doing it, um, or what did you observe of others that, um, that you learnt? And lastly, um, what do you want to achieve next year? And jot that down. So hopefully those three things and you get some pen and paper. um, And really, I think pen and paper works, I think, because of that transcribing from your thinking um, down to your hand and physically writing is a great way. But it's also it's a tangible thing that you can share with someone else when you go and sit down and catch up with them over a cup or a glass of wine or a beer or something and, and um and share um on both of your years um and what what you've achieved and what you want to do next year um thank you so much for listening as i um sign off for the second last episode of season one i really really appreciate um your support and i've Thank you for uh, rating and reviewing the show. I know at the end of each episode the little um, outro music comes on with my voice to say please subscribe, rate and review. But if you could jump on and do that, it really does help others uh, find the podcast show um, when they're searching for um, project management or leadership or um, something that we're we're talking about. So next week um, I'm going to um, close out the season with um, 2020, the year ahead and share with you some of the things that um, I've got planned but also follow up on that um, exercise that I just left with, left with you about what do you want to achieve next year and I might give you some tips on how about going um, to um, get that done. So until um, you hear me again or um, until we meet in person, thank you so much and uh, thank you for your support. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a few ideas to take action. I would love for you to rate and review the show. I too need feedback to learn. Cheers for now and remember, a day without laughter is a day wasted.